of the Simen Reish Mem Heisiv Beis. Heichal Shehisnu Betchila. Where somebody made a condition originally when he went into the partnership with the non-Jew. Right, and he made a deal that the non-Jew is going to take the finances for Shabbos. And he'll get the finances one day of the week. But if at a time later when they're doing the profit sharing, right, the guy tells the Yid, listen, I know it's your Sabbath. I don't want you to lose out from it. And the guy proposes splitting the money evenly. It's mutter. We already saw earlier when Mishabur talks about where the Yid tries to get convince the guy to to break it up evenly. We said that's a, that's inappropriate. But over here we're saying if the guy proposes it, that's okay. They originally made the condition that whether there's more made on Shabbos or less, the guy gets Shabbos. But then, at the time of the division of the money, the guy wants to split it evenly. We don't say that it tells us that retroactively that the guy was working as a messenger for the Yid. We see it as a present that the guy is goodness of his heart, or because he thinks it's good for his business relationship, whatever he wants to do it this way, that's okay. Since the Yid made up originally that the prophet of Shabbos goes to the guy, and the guy is now the one who wants to change it. Right, this is all talking about when the guy didn't make the cheshbon, and the guy, and the guy, and he isn't the one who, who, who preempted it. Avlam by the asiyas a cheshbon, shai sol amalei niyudi b'shas chaluka. If at the time they're dividing it, and the yid tells the guy, ad shakles b'shabes kuvzuzi vanos shekilnu biyay machel nunzuzi, you're gonna make a hundred dollars of shabbos, and Sunday was a bad day, and I'm only get fifty. Malnechisaron, you know, let's break it up evenly. And then the guy gives in. Whether that would save my Freya, it wasn't really good or not. But if it was preempted by the guy, and the guy's offering to do so, it's mutter. Siv Gimel. What happens at the time that they created the partnership? They didn't make it tonight. And we already saw before that that's a problem. Right? So now what could you do? So either you could let's say if it's karka or the business, you could either return the business to the original owner, or you could sell back the karka or sell the business to a third party. And rebuy the business with the Gaisha partner with the Tanayim that we we saw earlier that are necessary. Then the start with bechanus v'loy hisnu. He became partners in a store without any tonight to know him that are required. Yachzer kol echad v'yital chelkei v'yvat la shutvis. Each one should solve their part, v'yvat of the partnership, dissolve the partnership. V'achach yachzu l'shtat v'yasnu b'tchilon and then go back and become partners again. Then kiblu akarka lasses by melacha b'shutvis. If they purchase the karka to be shut from together, so what should you do there? You vat lo hashituf dissolve the partnership. Also, once again, it all depends on the type of business, 
how you have to dissolve the partnership, but the bottom line is you dissolve the partnership. And today we'll be sitting down with a lawyer dissolving the partnership in a full legal sense, however you want to do it to make sure there's fallback that you get your part, either you divide the business, that now each one owns separately, and then you, you reestablish yourself, you know, you, you, you restart the clock as a new entity under the new partnership. Once you own a business in partnership, now you want to rent out to the guy your part for Shabbos, or to rent it out in, in, in he's paying for Shabbos, or he's, it's a contractual agreement like we saw earlier, but you can't do with a Geisha worker if there's no Geisha partner, but in a partnership, the Ramah says it's permitted. Like we saw, he says, the end of Simon Reishman Dad in Meches, the Shari, where we saw when you were working for the um, government, when you were subleasing from the government, we permitted that. So, to in a partnership, that's permitted. So, we'll see the Mishnah will explain what's permitted and what's not permitted when you're going along with a partnership. So, if Cotton Yadal, the Mishnah explains. So, in dissolving the partnership, you have to now make a new Kenyan to sell it back to the original seller. It's not good enough you hand back the document and the money. But you have to do a real new Kenyan from start. It has to be that you're selling it back to the original person or to a third party and you and You've got to dissolve the entity. The corporation has to be dissolved with the uh, with, with with the beginnings of a new corporation. This is going under a mod that says that once you have a partnership with a guy, you have less of a problem if you rent out the business for Shabbos. So I am Morgan of Rome, the task in the Skashabizemut. Says the Magnum the Taz are very bothered that just because you have a partnership with a guy, why would it make it more mutter to rent out your business to a guy than in the case where you don't have a partnership? Says from Dalit. Says you can't compare it to the case where you were leasing the meches, the customs from the guy from the czar to Sham Shorim Shum Say the Dafka, they we said it was a big hefsik. We were hefsid, we worried people were gonna be Ivan and Dairaisa. So the terrorists are mugging around Mascon the Halka Irish and Maskula is Halka Bishavis Bavlo. So what are we talking about over here? When you rent the business to the guy, but Bahavla, which means swallowed in with it some other stuff from during the week, from non Shabbos in Yamtif, the Hainish and Maskuloi Koyimea Shabbosa Shaloi, Im Shnaim Mishloi Shiyami Mechel. You rent him the business, not just the Shabbos days of the business, but some weekdays of the business as also. Because we already learned that anytime you have a law that you swallow the payment for Shabbos with weekday, we no longer see it as just Shabbos and it's mutter. But we had a different problem. One second, let's before we get to the other problem. When you did it as a contractual agreement, how do you do it? He said, He made it with your Gaish partner that any day he runs the business himself without you, for whatever reason it may be. You make a deal how that's going to be split up on days that you're not involved in the business, which will include Shabbos, plus any time you decide to go on a trip or whatever else. So Mamela, he says, so that's what it's talking about. So, the Iker Bus Dramod, the Kamash, from the Hashinum Bazel Maris Ain. 
So generally speaking, we learned earlier in Reishman and Gimelish from Dalit, you can't rent out your business to a guy because everyone knows it's a Yid's business. So even though Biki Bailas, with a contractual agreement, or with Havlaw, with Sakan Siddhartha Chai Shavis, with Deirai Shishri Mutter, we had a problem with the Rabbanon of Marisayim. But here the Ramah is saying is because there's a Gaisha partner, people will assume the guy has the business for Shabbos. Therefore, there's no Marisayim. So even though now you're making money off the fact that it's open on Shabbos, as long as you're making money in a way that it's mutter to make money on Shabbos, we've lost the Marisayim problem by it being known all week that there's Shutzvah here with the guy. That there's no Surely over here, the time you can do this is if it swallowed up the money together with weekday money. You never let it get involved with the business on Shabbos. So you have to be careful how this is done. And uh, you can't be involved whatsoever with the Shabbos business. And uh, the place can say you have to be very careful how you do this. Because uh, the mice, you have to make sure that you're not involved and that all the Tanayim are done in Tchila. And some place can even say that you have to make sure that the name of the business has in it an obvious method that people could know that there's a Gaisha Shutter. Because if you have Moshe's restaurant and no one knows that you have a silent Gaisha partner, you're going to run into the same RSI problem. It's only if it's running an open that people know that there's a year and there's a Gaisha Shutter. You know, if Mordechai and Joe's, you know, or Jesus is, you know, so everyone knows the Gaisha partner. So, or the way it's run, it's obvious, then there's no problem with RSI. Siv Dalit. A yid can give a guy money to deal in business for him, you know, whether it's money changing or going to face one of these expos or whatever, and they make deals, you know, and contracts. Even though he knows the guy is going to be going on Shabbos to the expo. And even though they're going to split up the profits evenly. Since it's not incumbent on the year to do it, and we're going to see the year is not forcing the guy to do it. The guy is doing it because Let's say you have a three-day con- expo, right? And the guy should have says, listen, you got to go home. But the business could do so much better if I hang around Shabbos. So he wants to hang around Shabbos. So he wants to enhance the business. You can get money from that profit that's made. And also when the guy is going around the expo doing business, it's not nicker that he's doing business for the yid. He's doing business for the business. And he's a guy, he's a guy in the business. If the go- they make a deal, the Yid's going to go to the expo on Friday, and the guy's going to go on Shabbos, that's no good. Because now on Shabbos, the guy's working for the Yid. Right? Because they made a deal that I'm going to work on Shabbos. Right? It can't be like that. All the halachas of what to do if the yid has the mashkin 
of a goy. Sivkan Tazayim Meishain Sheim Hayim Utelas Alav Asa Medina. Kamash Kazus of Alf Shimloi Hisna Jasa. Right? Meaning, if the goy had to go, it's going to be Asa. You know, if the guy goes through to the expo and signs contracts, when you're making profit, it doesn't look like you're making from the Shabbos. It's from the whole business. Finally, come on to the and when the guy is going around for the business that belongs to Yid and the guy, it's not nicker that he's doing, it's not obvious that he's doing business for the Yid on Shabbos, he's doing it for the company. If the business was called, like I said before, if the business is Moshe's dry cleaning and the guy is going around signing contracts with hotels to get dry cleaning for Moshe's, that's nicker that it's a Yid. Right? But if it's, you know, it's not nicker, right? It's called three star and there's different shots for him and it's not so nicker. Right? It can't be that the Yid told the guy, I need you to go on Shabbos to the expo. Because then once again, he's doing it as a shlichus and it's not going to be mutter. Sifkan Yutes Aser, and Loisha Hisna Imoy, Vizekarim Shinishtatib Boy. It's going to be Aser unless. You made up in advance, because if you made up in advance at the time that you made the shutfis, and this is how it's going to be the different days and stuff like that, then we already saw before. If that's how the setup of the business is, then that's not called they're working for each other. That's how they set up their business. See if hey, Yudi Limker, Yid's allowed to give a guy, uh, you know, merchandise to sell. In katsas like sukhar, if they make up a set price, which means like a set percentage, will vach lo yomer lo mechar b'shabes. As long as he doesn't tell him, I need you to sell it on shabes. So it's called chaf. In katsas, they made up a set price. The azamrina daiti dinaf sheavid veinikishluchai. Right, because if the guy sells good, if not, not he gets his commission. He's not forced to sell. We say he's working for himself. As long as he doesn't tell him to sell on Shabbos, but he says, if, if the day of the marketplace is Shabbos and I give him the stuff to go sell in the market, and I'm you want to sell on Shabbos, it's Aser. It's as if he told him to go sell it on Shabbos. What happens if a Tana Shalakacha you saw a Mashkin Mene Yehudi? What happens if a, a Yid took as a Mashkin a guy's oven? But what does it mean he took the oven? He took over the rights to the money made from the oven. That the guy made the deal with the Yid. And until I pay you back my loan, let's say, you'll get the money that comes in from, the, from this business. So Yitain, the Yisrael Beribis Ketsutsumai, so he makes up, you know, 10%. So, right, so Mutalito Schar Shabbos. So even though the guy now wants to run his oven on Shabbos, so he can make more money, so he has more money to pay back the Yid. Right, so now you're going to say, what do you mean? He's working for the Yid. Because now... But we say no, because the guy owns the oven, right? It's only a deal that was sort of a lean on the profits of the oven, so you can receive the profits of the oven of Shabbos. As long as the year doesn't tell the guy that he has to run it on Shabbos, the guy wants to run it more often, so he can get this lean paid off quicker. We look at it as he was doing it quicker because he wants to get it paid off. 
Without any tenayim, a matzah Shabbos guy could come hand him that day's money. There's no problem because it belonged to the guy. The guy's doing it himself to get his loan paid off quicker, and it belongs to the guy. Stop over here.